When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Season two of the Pat and JT podcast. Oh my, now I'm here at last. The best time, always gonna be the best. Come on. Exclusively on the Herd App Media Network. Right. Our Pat and JT live. Is this our second week in a row we've actually been live? I don't know if that's called a row. Wow. Well, but <laughs> back to back. Coincidence. I'm gonna go with it's a coincidence. Okay. Fair enough. I'll take that. Um, thanks I to Centris. Isn't it like, uh, yes, thank you, Centris, mm-hmm. um, that it's like two is a coincidence and three is a pattern and, I don't know, oh, I don't know. force a habit or something like that. I don't, know, right. but, yeah, I don't think it's in a row yet. Oh, so I know you're probably right because at least have to at least have three things in, to have a row. To have a row. Yeah. Yes. Good morning, Denise, by the way. Checking our comments. We're going to have a full house today. Oh, we are. Um, we're, we're, we're all coming in from different locations, but there's going to end up being five of us in here which is going to be a lot of fun um, and excited for that. Um, and I guess really what we wanted to do is um, come in here and then decide, I guess we got to take a look back at the the previous week. Liz is here. Hello. Um, just in time for Nick Picky, which hi, is hi Picky. Uh, our fact checker. You look like you just got out of bed, Nick. Are you? How are you doing? Well, so on Friday mornings, that's just kind of what happens. Like this is my first thing of the day, so I roll out of bed. Through I, I got a new shirt from Flatwater Free Press. They partnered with Ray Gun, so and I was all over it. So yeah, I threw I threw on the shirt that was laying by my bed, and I'm here though. I threw on the um, shirt that was laying by my bed. I love yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Similar to <laughs> Pat when I would always wear the hoodie, the same hoodie, the same day. Yep. Um. Yeah. Your winter, uh, your winter jacket, my winter jacket. It was yeah. just the first, yeah. First thing I grabbed. Um, okay. So uh, there was not much fact, fact checking this week, Ooh. except on episode uh, 501 with Chris, the get off my lawn. Um, oh. And first I'm very happy you guys named it. It, it. it required some self-awareness because it was definitely get off my lawn energy. Yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> um, for sure. Yes. Um, but there were two things from that episode. Uh, first, um, uh, you all were talking about the most watched television finale of all time. And Pat, during the conversation, was like, I think it's MASH. And he was correct. Um, MASH had f- uh, MASH is the top with 105.9 million watching their finale. Mm. Second is, is Cheers with 84 million. Number three is The Fugitive, which is the only one on this list I don't know. Um, Good show. What? Oh, yeah. I've never heard of it. Uh, 78 million. Then um, a fourth Seinfeld, uh, 76 million. And number five is Friends with 52 million. Um, I was a big fr- or still I'm a big Friends guy. Um, right. So, yes. Yeah. Then that was and you're right about the finales, because I think that um, yeah, because the, the study that we had was the newest all time favorite show, which is hard to quantify, really. Yeah. Um, but um, Friends for the first time passed Seinfeld, hmm. which shocked me because I was like, Really? Because I like Friends better than Seinfeld, but also I guess I get it too. There was, you know, 
It was yeah. it was huge. The '90s was huge for great TV shows like that. Yes, and uh, these records will, will never get never be broken. Like I I can't imagine in today's like media market where there's so many things to watch that 105 million people all watch the same television show at the same like, time. At the same time, right? No, and that's way. the other thing when you think about that because Mash. It wasn't like they could DVR it, and it wasn't you could record it on your your beta, beta v, VHS or Betamax or whatever they had. Because it was like in the early '80s when that happened. Um, so not everybody had a video recorder at home, um, and so everybody had to be home appointment watching for that finale at the same time. And there were parties everywhere for the finale. Oh I remember gosh. that. Yes. Yeah, I can believe it. Um, yeah. Next up, same episode, uh, 501. And how old was Norm during Cheers was yeah. the question. I think Chris said and, he was like 32 or something like that. Uh, 34. Okay. 34. Um, yeah, and Cheers ran from 82 to 80 uh, to 93, and he's currently 73. The actor George Wint? Yes. Yes. Um, so I only know Cheers because who was the... Um, Frazier? No, um, who's the guy who got at the start in Cheers? Now he's like a big name Hampton? actor. Um, Woody Harrelson. Uh, Woody Harrelson. Woody yeah. Harrelson. Kirstie yes. Alley. Kelsey Grammer. There's. There, I mean, you think about it, they had quite the ensemble cast. Yes, absolutely. Before they were an ensemble. Yes, and and only other thing throughout the week um, is Denise Zach. I would like to. Um, I would like to have my reading done by her. So all the listeners, text in. That that is going to be yeah. a very fun addition to the show. You got to be careful. I've learned that that when you want to have a, a psychic reading and it's on, it's live where people other. You got to be careful what you ask for. Absolutely, I've thought about like what to ask because I don't want to. I, I don't want feedback on the wrong. Right. Thing right. Yeah, you got to take the po- the good with the bad when you ask for that kind of stuff. Yes, right? absolutely. But she is really super positive. Um, and it's kind of like talking to Andy, you know, yeah. psychic Andy. Yeah, it's kind of like that. It's just, it's fun. It's fun being around people that are like that because they're so tuned in. And um, you, you can tell, it's like they, they know how to read a room. Hmm. Yes. And, and I, was, I was even thinking with Denise because I was texting her um, to, to arrange the time for her to come on. I bet she can even get a, like a sense of the energy through text message. Probably interesting. Yeah. I wouldn't ever want to get into a relationship with a, a psychic. An empath? Or into a, no. Well, I'd be like, mm. <laughs> no. no. It would you just like be, somebody who's a little more walled off? Right. Well, just like <laughs> I, I would feel like I was all like my, my thoughts were always being read or I was like always being constantly judged and like they knew in advance. So like, what are you doing tonight? I'm like, I'm just going with the guys. And they, hmm. Mm. Even for no reason. <laughs> it would just feel like I was always being like, what do you know? Yeah, <laughs> you know, yes, good point. Um, well, that could be why you remember a long was it the Long Island Medium? Yeah, Didn't, they got divorced. Yeah, they did. Mm, okay, mm-hmm. isn't but that shows? I don't know. I don't know if it's still on or not. I, I did, love that. Show, it's though. not on anymore. Yeah, I did like that show. She said it in some interview that it was it came as a shock to her. I'm like, well, I mean. <laughs> You should She's have not known very good what coming. she does. Right. If it's nothing should be a shock to you, dude. <laughs> yeah. hmm, that doesn't make any sense. Right. All right. So, all right. So good enough. Then yes. I'm really happy we didn't we didn't mess up too bad. <laughs> <laughs> um if I if I miss any um if I miss any facts, go to the Facebook group. I I'm I'm in there. So definitely hit me up if I'm if I miss any facts throughout the week. Yeah, yeah. If, or if you pick up something before Nick even mentions it, throw it out yes. there. We, I mean, but you probably won't because we're pretty accurate. Yeah. <laughs> For the most part. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, all right. So we need to bring in uh, our other two 
to, uh, I don't I want to call them guests, but they're not really guests. It's kind of like when you have somebody over to your house a few times, it's like, you can go, you, it's in the fridge, you know where it is. Um, I still so, don't like doing that though. When I'm at a friend's house and I'm not my house and they always say, just go get it. You know where it is. I always feel awkward. Just getting, really? I get up and go to the bathroom or whatever, but getting into like their fridge or their cabinets, I still feel weird. Do you really? Mm-hmm. hundred percent. Okay. Well, I get it. Well, if you guys feel weird getting into our fridge, let us know. Yeah. But. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but let us Whatever know, please. Um, so we got Reagan, who's popping in. Hi, Reagan. Hello, everyone. Good morning. Good morning. Yeah, I'm doing all right. I was. Um, Nick was talking about wanting to get a reading from Denise, and I also would like a reading from Denise. So, yeah, my roommate Ooh. is big on things like maybe that. Maybe we'll so have to do interested. one of those, like, like you know, like maybe two or three people mm-hmm. in house kind of thing, and then we'll start doing. Because I wanted to do mine. Right. Yeah. As well. So maybe we can do it. But I want everybody else to get a chance to do it too. And yeah. um, if you want to get a reading, anybody you can, at the, anybody that belongs to the Facebook group, um, we'll have more information in there about what she needs and where you can send it so we can get her what she needs so she could have you on because then you'd be on the episode with us. Yeah. Um, that's kind of how we roll. So let's take care of ourselves first and then everybody else. <laughs> well, maybe we're so our first, our, our first listener reading will be in December of 2022 sometime. <laughs> the whole the staff first. I, I just look at it as we, we're, we're testing things out. On yeah, us. right. Something like, I like that. that. I like that. All right. So now we also have, and she's been on the show before and it was, it was a disaster last time she was on. <laughs> It was an absolute cluster F. It was really bad. <laughs> Danny. Hello, Hi. Danny. Hi, Danny. I'm going to mix this around. There we go. So we can see you better. Hi. How's well, it going, hi. Danny? How are you guys? Hi. Hi. It's actually been a mess the last two times I've been on the show. Well, you know what? <laughs> makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> makes yeah, sense. Thanks. <laughs> it sounds about, it sounds on brand. Reagan's getting comfortable. I'm yeah, gonna... right. She just got into our fridge. <laughs> I just opened the fridge door. Yeah, you I, did. I, you I just opened it. the fridge. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. So, Danielle, uh, Innocent Till Tipsy is your podcast. Um, you guys are doing fantastic. Oh, thank you. We're excited about it. Yes. Oh. So, we, we wanted to have you on anytime you're in town that we have this opportunity, we're going to snag you. Um, and you do, you come up once a month ish, um, yeah, to ish. record mm-hmm. the episodes. So what are you guys talking about on the podcast of late? So I am excited. So this week we're going to be dropping the Salem witch trials. Mm-hmm. So really excited about that, but I'm mostly excited about, I'm talking about my passion project from quarantine, um, in the next couple of weeks on there, which was the Johnny Depp versus Amber Heard case. <laughs> and isn't that kind of what, what helped you blow up on TikTok? It did. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. That's where I got like my major um, base of uh, friends now that I have on TikTok. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's fantastic. What, what's the latest on that whole conversation? Because I know her name came up in a couple of headlines recently in in regards to some other cases. And I thought, oh, that's interesting. Yeah. So it's kind of nice to see that the narrative is starting to shift in that way. Um, because while they're still in kind of a legal battle right now, Johnny is currently suing her for defamation. Um, that trial is going to be held in April over in Virginia. Um, but recently, and I don't know who it is, but there is a man in the spotlight right now alleging that his wife has been abusing him. And she is now saying that she's going to do what Amber Heard did to Johnny Depp to him. Oh man. So yeah, <laughs> coming, it's it's like when your name becomes an a verb, or yeah, a yeah. <laughs> a verb. right. Whoa. That's scary. Okay. Yeah. But that's great. It's great because it's like people are recognizing 
yeah, there's a problem. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. For so long, they blamed him. Yeah. So on the new episodes that are going to be coming out, um, we do, we're doing about three of them. Um, and, uh, we go through the court documents. So we're not just going through like these tabloid articles or anything like that. We're going through their actual court statements, their text messages, all sorts of things. So if you want the tea, if you want to know, like, what was going on in that time period that we didn't hear about make sure you go over and subscribe to our podcast because we're gonna be dropping that soon you've got to be, I've got to be so much fun researching that we also we see that stuff yeah. but we see what like news outlets want us to see like couple three texts or whatever but you're seeing everything how cool is that it's cool it's also really super sad like if when you read the text messages between everyone it's like i mean it makes you realize that these are like real people and like how hurt everyone was kind of in the situation, but it really does shed the light on like, there's stories that just don't add up. Um, and the press seems to like spin it. I don't know why, even to this day, almost in Amber's favor. Um, but when you actually read the court documents, you're like, okay, but her story is not making sense. And it's not adding up to what all of these other people are saying, not just Johnny, but all of these other people in the situation. So it's, it's interesting for sure. Wow. And you can spend mm. hours on it too. Yeah. <laughs> wow. That's cool. Looking forward to that um, and seeing more of that. But yeah, it, it, you know, as a matter of fact, if somebody hasn't followed you on TikTok, what is your, what was your biggest video to date? What's your. To date, it would have been the Austin Powers, the, the guy that um, he brutally um, murdered or not murdered, excuse me. He's brutally um, assaulted a woman. Um, and wouldn't be caught for like 18 years. And he starred in Austin Powers, this actor. He was, um, oh God, what was he? He's the guy that throws the shoe. Who throws yeah. a shoe? Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. Yep. Who assaults a woman? No, but yeah. So um, right. he's in jail now. Um, he actually murdered his uh, his uh, cellmate too at one point. So What? Mm -hmm. He's a bad guy. Joe son. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Hold on, I'm pulling this up here. Austin, da, da, da. Joseph, you'll, you'll recognize, you'll remember London? it once you see. Yeah, because I remember it was wasn't too Doc long ago when he was arrested, right? No, um, just a few years ago, mm -hmm. she did the woman that um, he assaulted. She did an entire special. I think it was on 48 Hours called "I Survived." Yeah, um, and that was it. Was harrowing to hear her experience on it. Is this the mm -hmm. one that was he played like Doctor Evil's, like second in command or something? Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes. 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 Yeah. Wow. Mm -hmm. So how do you pick the stories that you're going to, you're going to either do something on, on TikTok or that you do for innocent till tipsy? Um, honestly, like, you know how like Bailey Sarian says something that's been heavy on my noggin. For some reason I get like this, like, and two, I went to school for criminology. So I am aware of like a lot of different and weird cases. So sometimes I'm just like, Oh, I remember that. And then I'm like, Oh, I want to look more, more into that. Like I was talking about Jason Moss a little while ago on my TikTok, and, um, he had befriended a bunch of serial killers, like, um, just writing to them. And he was a crime, he was a criminology student. So mm -hmm. he wanted to do this for like his thesis, right. He, writing this like whole paper on it. And he became close friends with John Wayne Gacy, but wow. then he would later write a book called the last victim where he talked about his friendship with John Wayne and how it had affected him emotionally, like all sorts of different ways. Right. And then he ended up actually taking his life on June 6, 2006, which is weird too, with the six, six, six. So yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. creepy Sorry. that i would think that's just like messing with a ouija board right um, stepping into that world and surrounding yourself with people that are so evil mm -hmm. yeah mm, believe in it or not it's like you know what i even if it's not if it's real it's you know i i will err on the side of caution. right why why <laughs> tempt it 
Yeah. 100%. Yeah. yeah. That, and I know he probably thought he could. He thought he could outsmart him. Yeah. 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 Because he, he was walking into a known situation. It wasn't like he didn't know who these people were. So he already knew what he was dealing with, supposedly. But that's the reason why they were so prolific mm -hmm. as well. Because they were able to get away with it. That's crazy. I got a question for you. A, a story that I just recently saw um, that was on Netflix special, which was the Tinder swindler. I haven't seen that yet. Hmm. Oh, it's so You'll good. love it. Yeah. You'll love it. It's, it is, um, I, I mean, it was, it was like, it's fascinating, but it basically comes down to him. He's in Europe and he's wanted in Europe. Okay. And I think, Reagan, you saw this as well, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Did you see it, Nick? I have not yet. It's probably something this weekend I'm going to watch. Um, but I, I've heard great things. I think actually from Reagan. I think Reagan was telling me about it. Not Grace, really. myself and my roommate Grace are kind of obsessed with it right now. So it's, it's a guy who basically he found a way to pretend he was some highfalutin diamond mogul, a uh, young guy that his family had it. And anyway, he would get involved with women on Tinder. And three of them in particular that have come forward and they tell the story. It's a documentary and it is fascinating how he got them to bankroll him. And he is still a wanted man in Europe. And now he has a talent agent in Hollywood. And there is a rumor what? that he's going to be on a dating show mm -hmm. oh, oh, started because show. Tinder's banned him. So mm -hmm. God, he can't like, find any more victims. Just like Rodney Alcala. You remember that? The dating no. game? You don't oh, know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I watched that. <laughs> I watched that special. Yes, I did. That one was crazy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What was that one? What was that one? Um, Rodney Alcala, he killed, like, I can't even remember how many women. I think it was back in the 70s, 80s. Mm -hmm. And um, he sh appeared before they obviously realized he was a serial killer. Like, so that's weird that he's this other guy's got like a Hollywood agent and everything when you realize like kind of what he's been doing. Um, but yeah, um, he appeared on the dating game show and he actually won it. But there then, it yeah, the girl, she didn't go on the date with him because she found him creepy. So good for her. Cause you never really know what could have happened. Wow. So he, when he, he appeared on the show, people. he had already killed people in real oh, life. Oh yes, yeah, he, wow. was, he was in his killing spree at that point. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What's crazy to me is he he had already been arrested for like um, assault, like, and so I don't know. I guess the sex offender registry wasn't like a thing at that point in time. But it is crazy to me that they didn't even seem to run a background check on this man that they had on the dating show. Don't you mm -hmm. wonder? Like that was in the seventies, so you have to wonder what they had access to. That's true. Mm -hmm. Um, there, I don't even know that there was like a national data bank. No, even... I think that happened after Adam Walsh, honestly. I think right? that's when the, the registry got started. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Who's Adam Walsh? Oh. oh. <laughs> Let's go. Okay. Oh, here we go. How long is this episode? <laughs> <laughs> I'll let you leave. This is your forte. <laughs> um, so um, it, Adam Walsh is the reason we have the whole stranger danger thing. The reason kids don't run around outside anymore, like without supervision or anything like back in the day, you could just like come back home and the streetlights turn off, you know, kind of thing. Um, this kid, uh, he, they were in Florida. It's John Walsh. You know, John Walsh from America's Most Wanted. America's Most Wanted. Um, I'm not super, I'm not very familiar with the whole like crime thing. So not, no, <laughs> if you saw him, you would know who, yeah, John you Walsh definitely was. would know. Okay. Um, yeah, but it was his son and this was before John Walsh was John Walsh. This is why he became it. Um, his wife Reve went to Sears. She left her, Adam in the toy aisle you know, um, to go off and he was playing like a new Atari video game. Um, and she went to go shopping, said she'd come right back. She could see the top of his head still. And then he just disappeared. And the only thing they ever found of him was his severed head. Yeah. It was very scary. Yeah. 
And I was awful. Yeah, I, I remember. And I was, I, I don't remember exactly when that happened, but I remember being a child when he was missing and they found him and being around that age. And it was very yeah. scary. He was, yeah. that was in 81. He was six years old when he was taken and when he yeah. died. Yeah, it's horrible. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and, and you're right. And that was the whole, the whole, yeah, stranger danger. And then, then like the, the, yeah, the pendulum swung full on the other direction because up to that point, uh, as kids, it was like you know you'd leave the house and you had no way of contacting home all day long, and you'd go to the neighbors, you go to the neighborhood, you go to the pool, you go to the park, you go walk the train track. You know, I mean, small town, um, but. Yeah. You know, you didn't see anybody until later in the day, but you had to be home by the time the streetlights went on, is what the kids in town would say. Um, or before dark, you know, we had to to make sure you're back home. But you and your parents had no contact with you. And you think about that now. Oh, my gosh. And, if, and I wonder, I wonder as, for parents back then, if I mean, they didn't even realize that they could have they didn't know what they had. We had coming technology wise, but not being able to know where your kids were probably wasn't a big deal. Like, well, whatever, they're out playing. But now I can't even imagine not knowing where your kids are with location, live 360, refresh, refresh all the time. You know, do you think, do you think that it was kind of like, I mean, this this happening to him, there weren't a lot of reports of abductions or these kinds of crimes prior to that, but there also wasn't a national pool to keep track, right, from neighborhood to neighborhood, mm -hmm. state to state. Because John and Reve, they both, like, if there's, I, it always amazes me what victims' parents are able to do. And they really change the world when it comes to, like, the reason we have, you know, the a sex offender registry is because of them and pushing for more rights. And somehow they're still together. A lot of times you see victims' parents, they aren't still together after the fact. And they've split a couple times, but they're still married to this day. Oh, wow. I it's just wild. It's awesome. wild. It is kind of crazy because you think there would be some she would feel guilty mm -hmm. and feel like he was blaming her even if he wasn't. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And he, there may be some resentment. Maybe he, you know, maybe they work through that, but maybe that's why they split up a couple of times too, yeah. but that's hard. What shocked me when looking at this case, so I actually did a series on it. It was one of my first series on TikTok because um, everyone wanted me to look at it. And I had always heard, so went to criminology school, had always heard a little rumor about Jeffrey Dahmer being in that area. But Otis uh, or Otis O'Toole was the one that was ended up being convicted for it. And he had actually sent a letter to the Walsh's um, telling them exactly what he had done to Adam. However... They never found Adam's body and Otis could never bring them to Adam's body. So it didn't make full sense. Well, I started looking into the Jeffrey Dahmer theory of it. That was wild. I went deep dive into it on my TikTok, but looking into Jeffrey was in the area during that time, driving a similar van to the one that they had seen. He was stopped out by the Creek where they would eventually found what? what they found of Adam. I'd never heard this yeah. side of it. Yeah, and people, kids and the store at that point in time, they would testify that they saw a man in army, um, like ca like khakis or like however you say it, um, in the store that they now believe is was Jeffrey. And Jeff had just been dismissed like from the military. Oh my so, gosh. There's a lot to that, yeah. There's, wow. I just Googled Adam Walsh and I typed the letter J and just it auto-filled. <laughs> oh man page of articles looking into Jeffrey Dahmer and I'd I'd never even heard no that ever I, that's incredible. I'd never given it any like credit I was always like that's like a crazy thing but after looking at it I was like uh maybe because so many people spotted him in the area at that point yeah. and that was some people came to me on my TikTok and they were like well he always kept trophies well he he didn't though because he did when he got to Milwaukee and he had his apartment and everything but then to that point the fact that we only found that one part of Adam really does speak to me maybe he was trying to keep him 
and then couldn't, you know, so it's crazy. And then mm -hmm. they say he admitted to a lot in prison, but he admitted to a lot of what he did to men in prison. He never really talked about what he did to children in prison because no one likes a child killer in prison. Mm -hmm. So yeah. as if, as if he was going to win any popularity contest to begin with, mm -hmm. right. um, he was already, I mean, everybody knew he was pretty much doomed when he got sentenced. I mean, oh, yeah. like, mm -hmm. you know, we aren't going to see him again. I mean, no. Wow. Yeah. It's it's uh nature's gonna take care of this one. But you know, and 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 it's funny that that he would have the consideration of, well, I'm not gonna go that far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All the other stuff that he's done, but I'm not gonna go that far. Right. He stops at kids, but he didn't because I think like the youngest mm -hmm. that he reported was like a 12-year-old boy. So wow. yeah. Mm -hmm. Wow. That's, That's awesome. learn something new he this morning. <laughs> this is good stuff. That is so good. Innocent That's little tipsy, guys. If you get a chance, <laughs> check it out. Um, and, and also in your TikTok as well. Yeah. Um, it's Wallio D. So my last name, first initial D E L L O L I O D. Mm -hmm. And we'll link Very to everything good. in the description of our episode too. Fantastic. Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, another podcast I wanted to bring up too, before we move on to our TikToks, cause that's where Reagan shines, um, <laughs> is, um, Adrian Martinez and Pat. Uh, Sasha is behind the scenes right now with Danny, as a matter of fact, in the other room. But Sasha produces that podcast. And if you want to kind of get us up to speed on what we're at, what we're getting ready to hear and what what's happening with his podcast, Athletes Unlimited. Uh, Athletes Unfiltered. Yeah, it's um, he he, um, yeah. he had a podcast with us um, while he was still at Nebraska and then everything went down this past season. He's since transferred to Kansas State. And now he's continuing the podcast and his first episode back in season two, um, he kind of talked about why he left Nebraska, his feelings and this last season and all the kind of the turmoil around it. Um, nobody and, knew this stuff. And nobody did. Right. He was such a he was such a silent person. Um, you know, no, nobody knew any of this stuff. So this is a clip from um, his most recent episode talking about, well, he had a broken jaw. And that's the reason why he that's one of the things that was going on this past season. One of our media guys came up to me and was like, hey, just so you know, like Coach Frost just addressed your broken jaw um, and it's like out officially now. And I, I was I was I was a little shocked, you know, um, obviously we had just lost the game and um, that wasn't something I was necessarily prepared to talk about and, and had any knowledge um, was going to be revealed. Uh, so it was definitely a surprise to me, but I, I found out right then. And then seconds later, I was on the podium. Did you have to hold back a little bit? Kind of like, oh, I don't want to talk about this. Yeah, I mean, that's part of it. I've always felt like it was my responsibility to do my best in the media. Um, I felt like I represented a lot of people. And it wasn't the easiest thing to talk about just because I, I felt like I couldn't necessarily do it justice if you will, uh, just given the circumstances, it didn't, um, it didn't necessarily feel right to me. Uh, I didn't, I didn't think it was appropriate to be talked about at that time, given the result of the game and the time frame. Uh, it was something very personal and private to me. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to be the person to, to tell it um, because I, I, I couldn't, my, my grandparents didn't even know, you know, like my, my grandma's texting me like, Hey, you have a broken jaw. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. You know, sorry. You had to find out over a broadcast on Fox. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. It's so cool um, that even though he's, he transferred, he's still, um, 
you know, trusts us as a network to have his show on, on our network still. It's so cool. Um, knowing that he went through that this past season and even though he, and still playing as well as he did in certain, other than you know, there were certain things that didn't happen as well as we wanted is incredible that he played with a broken jaw. You need, you, I think there's something more incredible as he still ate steak. Right. Yeah. You want to tell that? Uh, yeah. He'd grind a, he'd, he'd it blender city. Put it put in a, a blender. He'd cook a steak and put it in a blender so he could, Suck it through a straw. Yeah. Because <laughs> he, wa- I'm like, I'm impressed. I mean, <laughs> but he had. You want to gag? I, I mean, that's horrible. Seriously, I. But like that, that is like a no. side. That's awful. But the fact that uh, how painful a broken jaw would be, and you have a football helmet on, and you have a mm. chin strap, and you're getting smashed all. I mean, that had to be absolute torture. How? But how long mm-hmm. did he play with the broken jaw? Um, like, was that like in the? Like five I mean, I didn't really think. So- so he, he was, broke it in the Michigan State game. And if you remember, it was that special teams mm-hmm. right. situation at the end. And I think there were like five or six games after that. And Jeez. he was, so he was playing. See, I didn't, yeah, we didn't get a timeline on that. So it was uh, just for context um, that if he was playing for five or six more weeks, was that because nobody knew or uh, everybody the, knew and he decided to play? I think everybody knew and he decided to play. Because no, you, you have a wired jaw. Family. I think everybody in the locker room would know. Like everybody mm-hmm. would know. They, this, this revelation came after the week that he broke it. Yeah. Because apparently okay. it was it was like inside knowledge and Scott Frost, Coach Frost, uh, said it at a press conference. He's been dealing with a broken jaw. And that was the first time anybody publicly knew about like it. Like for two or three weeks at that point. Yeah. Is that what it kind of was? That's That's crazy. My goodness. <laughs> It's so interesting to hear the whole PR side of college sports because I feel like we don't talk about it a lot, but it's definitely, I don't know, it's so interesting to me. A lot of pressure. As a I mean, public relations student, I think right? it's very interesting. <laughs> no, true. I mean, truly looking at how he, because you're thinking, okay, what was his training in public relations mm-hmm. as a prof- or as a college athlete? Did they have like a PR 101 that they go through, mm-hmm. especially the team leaders? You know, that. Oh, yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure he's had things, lots of media right? training. Yeah, I'm sure yes. he's had lots. Of have you seen training. that too, Nick? Um, so I think well, he is so good at speaking to the media. Mm-hmm. I think even when you watch his press conferences, and um, I yeah. I get the chance to work on that show as well, and I absolutely adore working with Adrian. Um, mm-hmm. and um, but but the, this I I know they have a whole team, and the, the whole I'm sure they have multiple rounds of media training from the second you show up, both like as a group and then individually. I'm sure that the quarterback goes through through. Oh, yeah. um, extra rounds but that episode yeah that episode in particular was super newsy i don't know it was picked up um, a lot of picked up 17 times yeah you know thinking about what he what he went through he could have easily he would have been an absolute hero in this state had he come out and after the first week when he had a broken jaw and said i have a broken jaw or you said like a broken jaw you couldn't talk i have a broken jaw and i'm gonna keep playing and then if he had messed up he would have we would have been still like oh my gosh you are incredible playing through pain like this but he kept it inside he didn't want people to know he didn't Mm -hmm. want it to be uh, a factor in how what we thought of him and that's amazing or giving him giving him a pass giving him a pass yeah do you think it was just his decision to keep it a secret though or do you think there are other people telling him no that's i'm with you reagan Mm because i'm just like man i can't imagine saying you know what kids you can play just play through it yeah i guarantee there was some i I don't think it was a standalone decision on his part to keep that a secret but that's just my but like i I also live with grace stoll whose brother was a former husker so i get to hear all of the all of the drama about the husker football team right But yeah. like he, if he had a wired jaw, how could you keep that secret? 
how could you keep that quiet? I, like, in- I, I don't think you necessarily need to have. Did he have like 100%? We know for a fact he had yeah. a wired jaw. It was wow. rubber banded. Rubber oh, banded. banded. Yes. And he couldn't put a mouth guard in because they crossed them in his mouth, the rubber band. So he couldn't. He played with a broken jaw and no mouth mm-hmm. guard because it, it couldn't fit. That's insane. Oh. So to bring this back I to. I have no idea what's going on. Uh. <laughs> I have no idea, but I do want to say so we just did an episode on Chris Benoit. <laughs> Yes, go right ahead. um, We just talked about how he had been playing this wrestler Sabu at one point. The reason this is this is the reason Chris Benoit in the WWE is known as the Canadian Crippler was he had been wrestling this guy and he accidentally broke this guy's neck in the in the ring and no one knew. Obviously, they're still carrying on and Sabu won that match. So with a broken neck. Uh, yeah. That makes me uh, it makes me want to puke. Uh, I have the, yeah. I know a little bit about sports now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> having a broken jaw, it's so it almost makes me feel like claustrophobic and like anxiety. Mm-hmm. Thinking there was a to bring it all back to Bravo, like I love to do, uh, there was an episode of Below Deck this this season that's still on that a, a a charter guest came on and had a wired jaw. Like everybody else in the party, you know, no wired jaw. This lady had a broken jaw, wired shut, and she required the chef to blend everything up. So no matter what everybody else was having, she had a blended version of it, and she would suck it through a straw. But thinking about that, man, it's just, I feel like you're going to drown at any second. I know you have a key that you can unlock it if, if you're going to throw up or something like that. So for emergency purposes, but holy cow, man, couldn't do it. Um, so I have a quick fact check coming from Sasha, who's it, who's in the green room. Um, so the, uh, with Adrian, it was screws with rubber bands. So he didn't have to have surgery and fans noticed the rubber bands in his mouth at the Northwestern game. And, um, yeah, uh, no one knew for sure, but there was speculation, especially in the media. Like, media folks kind of, like, speculated he had a broken jaw. And then uh, Adrian didn't want it out in the public for a few reasons. But one, like, the other team has an advantage if you know the quarterback has a broken, broken jaw. Without a doubt, it's it's mm-hmm. a target. Definitely. Yeah. Oh. Consciously or not, you know, I mean. Yeah, probably more consciously than anything. And, and your teammates, I'm wondering if his teammates knew about it, too, then they played differently as well. Yeah, I'm sure. Um, that's interesting. One of the comments in here said, I feel a little sad that Adrian had to keep playing, whether coach made him or if Adrian did it because he felt like he had to talk about pressure that normal college students don't have to deal with. I bet he just didn't want to stop. I mean, remember being that age and, and being as competitive as you are and in the state that you're in, he probably didn't want to stop. I wonder. Yeah. That's something else. Well, I tell you what, we're going to, we're going to raise the vibration right now. Are we? Cleanse the palate. <laughs> okay. And we're going to bring in Reagan in her TikToks. Okay. And uh, we're going to let you decide where you want to start to just completely shift, <laughs> shift the room. Shift the vibe. Yeah. Um, so I tried, apparently I was thinking of just funnier TikToks when I was picking these out. Um, this one I think is really funny. But this middle school Mona Lisa, this middle school teacher had all of her students um, create their own version of Mona Lisa. And I thought awesome. that one was hilarious. So. I had my middle schoolers draw their own version of the Mona Lisa.
Oh my god. Okay, but how talented are they? Because those are some pretty good drawings. Yeah, they were. That's and funny. I and and I will say, if you're watching, that's awesome. If you're listening to this podcast, that was a nice little uh, musical interlude to, mm-hmm. yeah. to kind of cleanse your palate. That's why you need to watch us on Fridays or go to our Facebook group and rewatch the show. The there one- you go. Yeah, the the, the drawing that says I love hot moms, I would buy that and hang it on the wall. Yeah. <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> All right, where do you want to go? And we will say every week we do some TikToks. If you have any uh, that you want to throw in, please join the Facebook group and let Reagan know that you've got a TikTok you want us to see and we'll add it to the list. Definitely, because I literally just picked the most random things in the entire world because I mean, we talk about a lot of random stuff on the show, so I figured the most Bring random it. TikToks the better. Um, the funny chicken one, I thought it's kind of silly, but so describe. Well, oh, no. Oh, sorry. This what? is describe it real, real, real quick so people know what what they can't see. It's a chicken that's like lip syncing to <laughs> sound. <laughs> I know something you don't. <laughs> I know something you will never know. Oh my god! Did you see across the top? It said, "Why did the chicken cross the road?" And yeah, and that's his answer. I know something you don't. I think that's hilarious. Okay. Oh my god. Um. Okay, and then I'll do. We'll just do this one as the last one because I think Jill will really like this. But the history of Wordle. Um. You know John Green, the Green Brothers. Um. John Green writes books. Then Hank Green is more on like the sciencey side. Hank Green talks about the history of Wordle and how it got started. So, came across the fact that you can enter S M O R E. Yeah, this is pretty cool. It's an artifact of how Wordle was created, and I want to tell you about it. When the Wordle guy, whose name is Josh Wardle, by the way, so that's where the name Wordle comes from. When he was making Wordle, he was like, I need a really long list of five-letter words that I can choose randomly from. But I can't just use a, a list of five-letter words because, like, a lot of the five-letter words are words you would never think of, have never heard before, would ruin the game if you got it. You were like, I wasn't going to guess that because I didn't know it existed. So he had his wife go through all of the five-letter words in the English language in the dictionary and sort them by a word that she had heard of or hadn't heard of or maybe had heard of. When she hit s'more, she assumed it was the delicious treat, but actually it's an obsolete word that means to smother, which I just learned from another TikTok channel, which I'll tag linguistic discovery, is great. So she had heard of the word s'more, but not the word s'more, which is how we got a contraction in Wordle. Whoa. Isn't that great? Interesting. I love that. Some Christina commented, Hank is the best. If you have TikTok, I would highly recommend following both of the Green Brothers yeah. on TikTok. The other day, They're so entertaining. Exactly. And the other day, there was a TikTok that came down and it pissed off a lot of people because it was like, well, apparently Bob the Builder needs to be involved if you're going to know this word today because the word was cock, C A L K. Who doesn't know that word? That word. I got that word. C A L K was the word. And so many people were pissed because they had no idea what the hell that was because they weren't DIYers. They've never fixed anything around their house or their apartment. Mm-hmm. And they they couldn't figure out what the word was. And it was like, what is this? <laughs> Isn't that the point of these word games? Is you're supposed to you, you're not gonna know every word. Like crossword puzzles, mm-hmm. you don't know every word. You have to figure mm-hmm. it out and right. Do some and digging. to be quite honest, right now, my wordle, let me see my wordle today. Oh, today was tough. Don't don't I'm not gonna say what it was. It. But it was it was mm, I was frustrated. Oh, I'm great. just a little secret. You see, like sometimes people will put it in and then they're like, uh, they maybe get three letters right. And so then they keep guessing what other word, what other letter will fit. 
sometimes I find what helps me is to just throw in a word that uses as many of the other letters as mm -hmm. possible so I can eliminate mm. some letters or find one that might be in this word a little faster than just changing one letter at a time. Just a tip. Just Finally. The tip. Just the tip. I brought... <laughs> I hey, you're, the one, I, you're the one that said it. Actually, Reagan said it first. I know. She said just a tip. That's what I said, too, is just a tip. No, no you said the. No, I did not. <laughs> I did not. I'm going to go back and listen to this. I did not. You know what we need right now? What? We need my healing vibration. Okay. So I want you guys to listen to this, and okay. I want you each, each to listen to this. Good Lord. And tell me where you feel this. <laughs> God, Pat. I, what? It's right. I'm pointing down. It's Reagan's the one that's freaking out. All right. Please <laughs> go camera off. Okay. Uh, okay. Here we go. Tell me where you. So where you feel is that what you said? Where did you feel? I feel it in my right ear. I felt it like in my like throat. In, in your neck? <laughs> in my neck, yeah. Danny? I felt it in here, but Sasha actually had to take her headphones off. She couldn't listen to it anymore. She got chills when she heard it. Well, that's not a good sign. It's it's a healing <laughs> it's a healing tone. Mm -hmm. Maybe maybe she needs to turn her headphones down. So does that mean you like you have an <laughs> issue in that area that you need healing in that area? I don't know what it exactly means because I went to his and I was looking through the comments and some people were like, I feel it in my chest. Um, some people would feel it in their shoulders. Some people felt it like you across their head and in the middle. I just heard it only right under my right ear is where I felt it. It just was crazy. What about you, Nick? Yeah, like right above my ear, like right in this mm -hmm. area. That was where I felt it too, like right above, like upper part of my head. Yeah. Reagan, what did you say? Your throat? I said in my neck, but I think, I don't know if I was looking into it too much. Do you want to hear know. it again? Sure. It tickled in my tummy Sasha a little bit. Sasha says too. no. <laughs> I think Sasha needs to go to the doctor. <laughs> okay, we won't do it. But anyway, that is, that's just one of my, that's one that I love to follow. And he pops up every once in a while. And it's, I'm always like, okay, let's see what happens today. Mm -hmm. Hit that tuning fork, dude. Let's go. So <laughs> that was a good one. Yeah. That's okay. fine. So cool, guys. Thank you, guys, everybody. Oh, Danielle, yeah. thanks for coming on our show every time you're in town. We appreciate what, So what, what episodes are out now for Innocent Till Tipsy that people can go watch now? Oh, this is such a good question. Every time I come in, I feel so... Uh, we just dropped the Chris Benoit series. That's a okay. two-parter. But I will definitely say, um, well, there's two very... Um, we dropped the Tara Grant episode. That was just an interesting episode in and of itself. That's our Valentine's Day case. But one I would really love everyone to look at, my friend Kaylin Schneider, she lives in Juneau, Alaska. Her mom, Tracy Linday, has been missing as of February 14th for three years now. We had her as a guest on my show talking about her mother's disappearance, what we know so far, and we're just trying to share Tracy's information as much as possible. We have both felt that the Juno police haven't been taking Tracy's case seriously. Um, we're not sure why that is, but we're trying to get Tracy's name out there as much as possible. So if you would just give that a look over, we have links in the description to the Charlie project where they've linked Tracy's information. If you can share them on your socials, I know we're not all in Juneau, Alaska. We're probably on here mostly from Omaha, but, um, you never know who you can reach. You never right. know who, you know, so that's a really important episode to us. So definitely check that one out. If you get a minute, we love having the uh, innocent tipsy, um, on the herd at media network. We love it. Proud of it and proud of you guys. 
And oh. also, yes. And thank you so much for coming in with us. And look at it. We made it through the episode. <laughs> the technical difficulties. Woo! <laughs> <clears throat> so, so amazing. that one and then athletes unfiltered athletes also unfiltered. another one to check out yep on the network and reagan and nick thank you so much you guys do awesome work. thank you for having us you got yes. it yes thank you <laughs> uh, all right bye you guys um and you guys thanks for listening and if you're just listening make sure you watch the video it's on our facebook page uh, and join our private facebook group that's always fun um and then you can find our podcast yeah. wherever you can find your podcast just search pat and jt that's it pretty simple thank you guys for listening Production.